Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us to stay strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. It also helps keep us focused on our spiritual condition, our relationship with God, and to be better able to deal with life every day because we're thinking more from a spiritual perspective. We encourage you to help other people in your life through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means to share these short studies. Again, with everybody you can, family, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody grow in their faith, come to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them, but also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're in this more general, broader series of heart troubles. And again, we're talking about not that heart that pumps uh, blood through our circulatory system every day. But we're talking about our real, our, our real identity, our conscience, our mentality, our value system, our spiritual identity. We're talking about all of that who we really are, with all of our heart, what my mindset is. Now, in this particular lesson or part of this series, we're talking about harsh judgments and hypercritical fault-finding. Now, in this particular series, we've covered already a number of different heart troubles, hatred, laziness, gossip, worry, unforgiveness, ungodly pride or arrogance, and now we're talking about harsh judgments or hypercritical fault-finding. We talked about how there are people out there, they just, they're almost looking for something to criticize somebody else for or to find fault with somebody over. We need to be careful that we don't have that kind of a mindset. And when they do, maybe they, they hear something that doesn't sound just what the way they want to hear it, or maybe they see somebody with a body language, they think that's, well, that's offensive. What does he mean by that? Yeah, the, the criticism comes quickly, it's sharp, and it's extremely judgmental and even hypocritical. Now, as we pointed out, when we're talking about what we do in life, how we speak, what we get involved in, all of that is a product of the condition of our heart. The wise man wrote in Proverbs in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Out of it spring the issues of life. Interesting. See, and that's parallel to what we read in from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 18. Those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart. So when we're using foul language, when we're using God's name in profane ways, vulgar ways, when we're lashing out, when we're lying, when we're gossiping, when we're acting violently or hateful towards somebody or something, that's all because of the condition of our heart, how we have conditioned our own heart. And we can't blame it on somebody else. We've done it ourselves. And so he goes on in verse 19, he says, for out of the heart 
proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. And where do they come from? Or what are they a product of? The condition of our heart. The condition of our heart. We look at Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. And look at verses... Well, we're going to, going to pick some excerpts here, beginning with verse 33. He says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for a tree is known by its fruits. Now, he's really talking here about us, individuals, people. And especially, we need to be concerned about that if we claim to be true followers of, of, of Christ. Uh, verse 35, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. By your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. So that needs to give us great pause for thought when we're really becoming extremely judgmental toward other people and hypercritical in finding fault with other people. We're going to be judged by our words because what we say and also by our actions because what we do, all of that is a product of the condition of our heart. Now, judging, some people say, you know, you're not supposed to judge me. Uh, That's not what Jesus said. They're usually referring to Matthew chapter 7 and verse 1, where Jesus said, judge not that you may not be, uh, that you be not judged. And he says that within a context of talking about being hypocritical in judging or finding fault in others. And so he says, first, you take care of your own needs, your own situations. You take care of your own problems, your own faults. And then you can have a better perspective. You can see more clearly and think more clearly as to how to help other people who might need your help with some problems they're having, some faults in their lives. And you can read that in in a more general context in Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 6. And... But when he says, judge not that you be not judged, it's within that context. He's talking about don't be a hypocrite in the way you judge. You've got problems in your life. You take care of those problems first before you start criticizing somebody else for the problems in their life. Now, judging, judging has to be done. We have to make judgment calls. And I pointed out that at the end of that particular context in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, Jesus says, do not give what is holy to dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Now, he's simply using illustrations that we can relate to. Well, of course, you're not going to hang a string of pearls over the neck of of a pig, are you? You're not going to try to teach a dog God's word. You understand the futility in trying to do so. It would be absurd in either one of those particular situations. But he's not talking about dogs. He's not talking about pigs. Again, they're just illustrations to get the point across. It's difficult to teach somebody truth who is absolutely opposed to receiving that kind of teaching. 
and somebody who is, is absolutely opposed to even listening to you teach the truth, then you have to make a judgment call somewhere along the line and say, okay, this is going to be pointless. This is going to be fruitless. That person does not respect the truth, and particularly when you're talking about trying to teach them the truth of God's Word. And so maybe you step back and pray for a better opportunity to teach that person what they really need to hear. But you want to do it in love, and you want to do it in, in, a, in a calm way. So again, we're talking, about, we're talking about harsh judgments. We're talking about hypercritical fault-finding. While Jesus warned against unrighteous judging in this particular text of Scripture, he did not in the least place a prohibition against judging rightfully in a godly way. Judgments have to be made on a continual basis. We have to make judgments. We, you know, we're around somebody who is, is just cursing, they're using vulgar language, they're being confrontational with us. We, you know, we have to make a judgment call and say, I need, I need to step back and get away from this person right now because they could cause me bodily harm here. I need to get away so they can calm down and I can be in a safe position myself. You have to make judgment calls. Somebody says, hey, would you loan me $100? And you know that person is a drug addict or an alcoholic. You know what they're going to do with the money. And you say, uh, no, I'm not going to loan you $100. I'll buy you a meal right now. I'll sit down and let, and, and let you eat, eat it you know, with me and we can talk, but I'm not going to loan you $100. You make a judgment call. Well, uh, and, and again, you see somebody living an ungodly, openly sinful lifestyle, you make a judgment call and says, hey, I'd like to sit down and study God's word with you. Can I do that? Would you be interested? That's a judgment call. You know they need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the suggestion that life can be lived without making any judgment calls pertaining to the behavior of other people, that's absurd. We have to make those judgment calls all the time. But judging must be done with a godly attitude and based upon righteous principles. In another text, Jesus said this. Now, remember, he said, judge not that you be not judged, Matthew 7, 1. We've talked about the context in which he, he, he makes that statement. He's talking about don't judge hypocritically. Don't start finding fault in somebody else when you've got even worse fault in your own life that you're not dealing with. But he says in John chapter 7, John chapter 7, verse 24, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. And so he's saying, you have to make judgment calls, but make sure you're using righteous, godly principles as you make those judgment calls. So he clearly instructs that we're to make judgments, but those judgments are to be made within the framework of righteousness and godliness. Now, some judging is absolutely necessary. Not only is that the case, but in many cases, in many situations, it is absolutely required. In fact, it would be absolutely impossible to go through life without making judgment calls on a regular basis along the way. Obviously, in the arena of civil authority, judging is an absolute must. Such judging needs to be based on rightful civil authority, but it's also as it's done in that way, it's part of God's design for an orderly society. 
You can read about that in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. In that text, Paul stated, there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Verse 1 of Romans chapter 13. Now, we'll look at that a little bit deeper next time, but let's stop and take a moment to pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for loving us, and we thank you for giving us your word to guide us in righteousness, in godliness. Help us to always, when we need to make judgment calls, to do so righteously and have a godly mindset as we do so, and to love that person we're making the judgment calls over. Help us to be the example they need us to be before them in the way that we're dealing with them, we pray. And thank you, Father, for loving us and for your mercy and grace with us. Please forgive us and hear a prayer. Gracious Father, in Jesus' name, amen.